Hi there, I'm doing a free live masterclass on October 19th called The Three Simple Airtable Systems You Need to 3X Your Group Offer Sales and Triple Your Testimonials. You can sign up for free at systemsoverstress.co slash live or by clicking the link in the show notes. In this free masterclass, I am so excited. We're gonna be covering exactly what you need to set up inside of Airtable before your next launch so you're prepared for that inevitable client influx that isn't gonna sacrifice your student experience or burn your team out. We're also gonna share how Airtable can help you and your team do your jobs faster and more efficiently by creating one-click workflows, student progress dashboards that eliminate any manual data entry task and more, so there's no need to increase your admin hours as your program grows. We're also gonna be covering the automations you need to not only streamline the operations of your group program, but to improve your overall student experience, get your clients better results faster, increase your student renewal rate, make your marketing easier than ever, and so much more. And you know what this means? At the end of the masterclass, you'll be invited to join Systems Over Stress, my group program that helps you automate the onboarding, offboarding, and re-sign process of your signature group program in under 30 days. This is the only time the doors to the group program are gonna be open this year. So if work with Ashley has been on your vision board, now is the time to mark your calendar. I'm sharing everything, so go ahead and sign up now at systemsoverstress.co slash live or by clicking the link in the show notes. When I decided to put down and not worry so much about the question of am I being an ethical coach and really looking at my business through the lens of how do I get my clients more results instead of does this make me a good person, I have a list of dozens of things I can do and that I'm working on to update my program, update my messaging, update my website. And it's coming from a place of wanting to serve my clients at a higher capacity. And it's not coming from shame and fear of wanting to be liked or wanting to be called a good person. Welcome to Systems Famous, the podcast where we're revolutionizing the coaching industry by putting client results first. I'm Ashley Pendergraft, a systems and automation expert with over five years of experience in the coaching industry. Let's get into the show. Hello, and welcome to this episode of Systems Famous. So this episode is titled, Why I'm Not Worried About Being an Ethical Coach Anymore and What I'm Focusing On Instead. But this is a journey for me. I have worried about being called unethical the entire time I've been in business. And it's only been recently that I've really realized it's feel like I'm waking up from a dream. Being worried about being called unethical has really hurt me and my business and my clients. So this honestly feels like a super vulnerable episode because this is something I'm kind of unpacking and untangling in real time. So on this episode, I'm going to go into my personal relationship with the word unethical, my hyperfixation on being an ethical business owner, and how that's gotten in the way. I'm going to share some of the mistakes that I've made because I was more worried about being ethical and well-liked than actually getting my clients' results. And I'm also going to talk about some of the common unethical things in business that I think are actually helpful and give us some different language to use instead of calling people unethical, really getting down to the root of what are we actually saying and how can we actually improve this industry instead of calling people unethical or scammy or anything like that. So in 2020 and 2021, I was very into talking about what was ethical and what wasn't in the coaching industry. There was a lot of people getting called out for some pretty valid things. 
in that time. And I was in those comment threads. I was boxing my friend being like, oh, my God, did you see what this person said about this person? And this person is saying this person is unethical. And I'm fully calling myself out here. I loved the drama. (laughs) I loved listening to it. I loved the drama. And something else that I liked about it, honestly, was like, it felt like there were good coaches and there were bad coaches. and I wanted to be on the side of the good coaches and the coaches who cared about their people. It felt very like David and Goliath energy of like there's these big celebrity coaches that are preying on people and they're manipulating the entire industry and they're teaching these really scammy things and they're terrible and they just want money grabs. And that has that was a big part of the narrative of the coaching industry. And really a trend that I saw was it was all it was mostly bigger coaches. It was pointing out and pointing fingers at the big coaches and how scammy they were because they had grown too fast or they just like are caring more about growth and their own bottom line than their actual clients. Hindsight is twenty twenty, right? Now I know that I don't think we would be calling folks unethical if They had been focused on proving and showcasing their client results. So I think a lot of the reasons why we throw around the word unethical or scammy is because coaches were not showcasing their client results or they grew so fast that they didn't have the time to shore up their systems to make sure that all the clients that they were bringing in were getting actual client results. So I'm not focused on being called an ethical coach anymore. I am focused on getting my clients results, and I actually think that that is the ethical thing to do, and that if you focus on your client results, it's like the most ethical you can be in this industry, I think, and I think other people might not agree with this, but I really don't think even the biggest coaches in our industry are just sitting there thinking about, like, how can I scam my audience out of millions of dollars so I can become richer? I don't think people are thinking like that, but I do think that people grew too quickly and it was just a systems issue. So they're not scamming people intentionally. There is just a systems issue. When you are that big, when you have a million dollar business, when you have a big team, I can see now because I've been in some of these businesses and I've watched some of these people firsthand, I see how quickly, you know, an error in a customer service response can have a trickle-down effect of really harming people's client experience and how you see the jump to calling someone unethical when it was really, there was just like a systems and operations and onboarding issue. When I decided to put down and not worry so much about the question of, am I being an ethical coach? And really looking at my business through the lens of, how do I get my clients more results instead of, does this make me a good person? I have a list of dozens of things I can do and that I'm working on to update my program, update my messaging, update my website. And it's coming from a place of wanting to serve my clients at a higher capacity. And it's not coming from shame and fear of wanting to be liked or wanting to be called a good person. It's a really subtle shift, but it has been incredibly profound for me. And I'm just so excited and fired up. And it's why I wanted to share this on the podcast, because I think the fear of people questioning our integrity because of a choice that we make about our pricing or about our offers is actually getting in the way of us helping more people. We can get so in our heads about what's ethical and what isn't when we really just need to make sure that like our onboarding processes are seamless and that we actually get our clients the results that we're promising and we have the receipts to back up the marketing. That's where I think that a lot of this like 
unethical finger pointing happens is people are selling something and they're really good at sales and marketing because like that's their job. They are selling something and on the back end, they're not delivering. I don't believe that it's because they want to scam you. Really think that folks are just not focusing on client results on the back end. And when you grow so quickly, which is where I often see people calling coaches unethical when they've gotten big, it's most likely because the container that they have doesn't have a variety of ways for different types of people to get the results that they promise. It feels so much more like neutral and productive to look at the industry and also look at our own offers from that place, from a place of like, how can I improve my program to get more people, more results? How can I improve my messaging and my marketing to get the right people in the doors, the right people who can get the right results? So I want to talk about some common unethical things in business that I think can actually get people results. I see a lot of like think pieces, conversations about just like blanket statements of like X is unethical, Y is gammy. And I think there's nuance there that's worth exploring. So the first one is like 10K, 20K, 50K masterminds and group programs. Instead of debating about is it ethical to charge someone $50,000 for a group coaching program, I would so much rather have the conversation of does that program get $50,000 worth of results for the majority of their clients? And I think that's where some of the resentment and some of the frustration comes is that on people's marketing and their sales pages, they have a select few clients that got results, but they don't overwhelmingly show that the majority of our clients get this result. And if we don't do that, then it's our mission, especially, you know, if you're charging that much, to really show and be hyper-focused on getting your clients more and more results. When I was first starting, I thought I would never, ever have a 10K, 15 I would ever join one of those programs. Now I'm in like three $15,000 masterminds. And I was really careful about joining those. And I only joined the programs that I saw that they had a very clear result that I wanted. So my first one on coaching was when my coach Kirsten and her promise was like, I will help you make $300,000 on 30 hours a week. And I was like, yes, that is what I want. It felt super clear. And I could see that she got results for herself and also for her clients. I joined another 15K mastermind that helps coaches have 100K launches. And I have friends that are in that mastermind that I have seen get that result. So I knew this thing gets results, not just because they're talking about it on the sales page, but because they have like walls of receipts with those results. And so I think that is really important as a consumer is to take a step back and not get swept up into a sales page. I'm not blaming or shaming anybody who has bought something because of really good emails or a countdown timer or a really fancy sales page and you get in on the other side and you're like, oh, this is actually not what I wanted it to be. But I do think there is a balance of if somebody's a really good marketer, you get to also be a really good consumer. And we get to ask, like, what are the receipts? Here's how I learn best. Am I going to get results in this program? Like, I don't do well on live calls. Do you have an asynchronous coaching component? Like being able to understand what you need to get the results that somebody promises is really helpful because I, re I really do think that the majority of coaches, if they say, I can help you get 10K months or I can help you have a 100K launch, they have got that result for other clients. 
maybe I just like to give people the benefit of the doubt. I'm like, okay, you've clearly done this for other people. So how can we work together to help me get this result as well? Coaches want you to win in their program. They don't want you to feel like you didn't get the results that they promised. And when I've started to untangle, like when I've stopped jumping to the conclusion of like, oh, this is an unethical person and they scammed me and more coming in from it as an approach of like, hey, I need more support in this program than is offered. What can we do? I find it's a much more productive conversation, both as a student and as a coach and as a business owner, right? When people have had issues with my programs, we have all had people who have had issues with our programs. The majority of people get great results. And then there's a couple of people who just are struggling. When people come to me and say, hey, this is what's really hard for me. Here's what's happening in the program. This is my main pinpointed issue. I am so excited for that feedback. So I'm like, oh, great. Here's how we can help you get results. Here's how you can be better in the program. Instead of emails where I get like, you're terrible. This sucks. This was a scam. Like I'm issuing a chargeback. It doesn't get what either of us want, which is for you to have the results that you want from the program. For me, it feels much more empowering on the consumer side to not feel like I got got, if that makes sense, and really come from it from a more like neutral problem solving space. That is just my personal relationship to this. I don't want to like shame or victim blame anybody who feels like they truly got scammed by a coach, but being able to take out that emotion from it and look at it from more of like a troubleshooting perspective has been really helpful for me when I have been in programs that are a little tougher to get the results than I thought it would be. So that's that. Another common unethical thing that I see people talk about in business is countdown timers. So there was a whole movement about is our countdown timers unethical? Should we get rid of countdown timers as a whole? Are they pressuring people? And those types of questions, I feel like, can plague business owners who want to be good, who want to be ethical. It's like, oh, man, should I have a countdown timer on my sales page? Am I taking advantage of people? And I feel like if you are worried about those things and just inherently you're not doing it for the wrong reasons. How I think about countdown timers is I think they're actually incredibly helpful to also help get clients results and get them like off the fence. I have ADHD. And I really like having that container to make a decision. I think countdown timers are a gift to our clients. And I really think that they can help you say, hey, you know, don't waffle. If it's a fit, join. If it's not, don't worry about it because on Friday the doors are closed and you don't have to think about it anymore. So there's just there's some of these blanket things of like countdown timers, always unethical. 10K coaching programs, always unethical. There is a ton of nuance. And instead of just like plaguing ourselves of like, is this the right decision? Just make the decision and know that if you get your client's results, then it's all good. Another thing that people call unethical all the time is just growing and scaling. So people who are doubling or tripling the size of their group programs, their masterminds, their membership, calling it like a money grab instead of actually caring about the people on the other side. I truly don't believe that coaches who are growing their programs, are doing it because they know that their clients are going to get a worse result, but they don't care because they want the money. That's unethical. That feels scammy. But I just don't think people are operating from that place. I really believe that if you focus on your client results, that your group programs can get better as they get bigger. And if you're asking yourself before you launch, before you decide to scale your offer, 
if you ask yourself, like, how do I get more clients, more results? The way that you scale your program is going to be different. It's going to look different. So if you're like, okay, I'm doubling the program before I do that, before I open the doors, let me look at my systems. Can my system support 100 more clients coming through the doors? Can how I currently offer the program, can, can 100 more people get results? Can this scale? And when you're looking at it from that lens, you start to come up with some very different like creative solutions. So you might have live calls and you're like, cool, these live calls work for 10 people. But if there's 100 people, these live calls are not going to be scalable. How do I get more results in the program? We should offer asynchronous support ticketing system or on-demand copy reviews instead of live calls or in addition to live calls. Really thinking about what are the different ways that this container can get more clients, more results. When we think about it that way, again, it's a really subtle shift from am I good? <laughs> Will people like me? Is it is it bad for me to want to grow my program? Will people... Will people hate me because they feel like I'm growing too fast and they're losing their connection to me? Instead of thinking about those things and worrying about those things, as long as you're like, nope, actually, the things that we're doing, I'm excited because it means that more people are going to get more results and it doesn't sacrifice your other clients' results along the way, then that's really exciting that you get to grow. And that's really what we focus on in my business is helping our clients get their clients more results using systems. So creating scalable, searchable Q&A call databases so your replays are actually robust and searchable, so your replays don't just gather dust, making sure that your onboarding is super scalable and that your re-sign process is automated and you have these automated engagement check-ins so your people feel like they're still taken care of even if you grow. So when you're thinking about growing, Growing is not bad. Scaling is not unethical. Scaling is not scammy. As long as you're looking at it through the lens of like, how can I get even more clients, more results? That's all you need. I feel like it's not that deep. There's no need to question our like moral compass all of the time in business. Just shore up your systems, make sure you get client results, and you will be good. So now that I am way less focused on being an ethical coach and more focused on getting my client results, I wanted to talk about some of the things that I am fixing now that I caught myself doing because I was worried about being well-liked and being ethical. The first thing that I have done, which I regret, <laughs> is like I have watered down my messaging like crazy. I was so afraid that if I made a bold claim in my email without making a million different caveats that I would be excluding people or not including people with experiences or their narratives. And I just was like always like devil's advocating myself in my own emails because I wanted people to know, yes, I know this might not be everybody in experience, but like, here's, here's why it works for me. And I was being the devil's advocate in my own emails instead of just like staking my thought leadership into the ground. So an example of that is I was really afraid to say Airtable is a requirement for growing your group offer because I was like, well, is it though? And if somebody really likes Notion, like, I guess, like, do what works for you. Of course, do what works for you. But here's what I believe. But that just watered down my messaging and doesn't help people. If they're on your list, people are allowed to disagree with you. And that doesn't make you unethical. Having strong opinions doesn't make you an unethical coach. And I think that has been a really huge distinction for me. It's like, I say things now. I say, I am system famous. I have the best system in the industry. Airtable is a requirement for growing your group offer. And people might disagree with me. And that is okay. 
But for so long, I was afraid of people disagreeing with me. I made a thread about this. I made a thread about I'm tired of being worried about being unethical. And people were like mad. And I was like, wow, I haven't had people mad at me before on the Internet. This is kind of exciting because it's an actual point of view. And so that's a huge thing that I'm shifting now is I'm not watering down my messaging anymore. And I'm just really focusing on my thoughts and my opinions about this are going to help clients get more results. Another thing I did because I was worried about being ethical and being liked was just putting so much value into my program. And I'm using like value in heavy air quotes by just like shoving more shit in it, adding more lessons, which more does not always mean better. But it was very much like, how can I charge $2,000 for five lessons? I need 15 lessons and it needs to be a one-stop shop for everything because it is unethical for me to charge that much money for such few lessons. And actually, what I'm focusing on now is, of course, results. Is the results inside of this program a $2,000, $2,500 result? And if the answer is yes, how do I get them the results as quickly as possible? And so that means I'm like slashing a lot of the content in my program because it doesn't help them get the result. It was just like extra like fluff and bonuses and more Airtable templates when like actually what they need is a very specific result. So they can get in and out and on their way. And another thing that I did because I was worried about being ethical is just like keeping my prices pretty low. I think a lot of us deal with that of is it ethical to charge X, Y, Z? I'm not thinking about that anymore. I'm like, does this result get X amount of value if it does charge it. So like, I've got a $2,500 program. I've got a 10K offer. I'm like, yep, I see how these programs get those results. And if I don't see that, I'm working every day to make sure that my clients get those results so I can shore up that so I can have the receipts. I cannot tell you how much more excited I am to hop into my programs, to edit my programs, to update them, to ask my clients about their results because I'm coming from a place of service and a place of client results focused instead of being well-liked and instead of being ethical. So if you have been plagued by these decisions of does this make me a good coach? Is this a scam? Please practice putting on the thought of will this help my clients get more results? How can I get my clients more results? Wake up and work through your day with those questions instead of whether you're unethical or not and see how that changes your decision-making process. I've been able to make more decisions faster. I feel like when people come at me with attacks on my character, honestly, it happens. I'm able to take a step back and really see like, what are they actually trying to say? Because I know my self-worth and I know that I try to run my business and my life with integrity. And sometimes the systems mistakes that I make or an onboarding issue or the way that I phrased something in a lesson might just need some tweaking. And that's just way more empowering than totally questioning who I am as a person. So if this was helpful for you, I would absolutely love to know. If you're watching the podcast, feel free to DM me on Instagram at Systems Over Stress and just let me know your thoughts. And if you are watching on YouTube, go ahead and comment below anything you've got and we will see you in the next episode. If you're committed to getting your clients results and creating the go-to coaching program in your industry, we want you to join us. Click that subscribe button on your favorite podcast app or YouTube to see all the systems, strategies, and behind the scenes stories of what it takes to create the most impactful coaching program you can. Hi there, I'm doing a free live masterclass on October 19th 
called the three simple Airtable systems you need to 3X your group offer sales and triple your testimonials. You can sign up for free at systemsoverstress.co slash live or by clicking the link in the show notes. In this free masterclass, I am so excited. We're gonna be covering exactly what you need to set up inside of Airtable before your next launch so you're prepared for that inevitable client influx that isn't gonna sacrifice your student experience or burn your team out. We're also gonna share how Airtable can help you and your team do your jobs faster and more efficiently by creating one-click workflows, student progress dashboards that eliminate any manual data entry task and more, so there's no need to increase your admin hours as your program grows. We're also gonna be covering the automations you need to not only streamline the operations of your group program, but to improve your overall student experience, get your clients better results faster, increase your student renewal rate, make your marketing easier than ever, and so much more. And you know what this means? At the end of the masterclass, you'll be invited to join Systems Over Stress, my group program that helps you automate the onboarding, offboarding, and re-sign process of your signature group program in under 30 days. This is the only time the doors to the group program are gonna be open this year. So if work with Ashley has been on your vision board, now is the time to mark your calendar. I'm sharing everything, so go ahead and sign up now at systemsoverstress.co slash live or by clicking the link in the show notes.